a quantum computer, flux capacitor, and a top-secret decoder ring are just some of the things we don't have, but what we do have is some tech brood, just the way you like, with Greg Doig. Let's talk about presentation software for small office and home office businesses. Affordable presentation creation tools are available online. These tools include Keynote, PowerPoint, Prezi, Google Slides, and others. You can create presentations without spending a lot of money. For example, you don't need to spend thousands of dollars to create a slideshow. Google Slides is online presentation software that allows you to create presentations and collaborate with others. Share presentations with coworkers and get feedback on your work. You can add comments to your slide deck. Also, you can track your revisions with a detailed revision history. You can create an interactive presentation without writing code. Google Slides allows you to share presentations via email or social media. And you can edit slides online. Next up is Canva. Canva is a simple tool that makes creating presentations easy. Canva Live lets you use an online Canvas tool to create presentations. And it's free to try out Canva Live by going to their website at canva.com. And you can use Canva to make presentations. Canva is a great tool for creating professional-looking graphics. You can create amazing graphics without having any experience. Canva is an online tool that allows users to create beautiful presentations without any coding knowledge or software. You can also get free access to the platform by signing up for a trial account at canva.com. To use Canva, simply upload images, text, and other media to create professional-looking slideshows or use their built-in libraries of assets. After creating your presentation, you can share it with your friends and colleagues to spread information about your business, event, or brand. Ludus, L-U-D-U-S, is an app designed for people who want to make presentations. It lets you import images, videos, GIFs, and other media into a slideshow format. You can then customize the text, colors, fonts, and layout as much as you want. You can also add transitions and animations and even create custom slideshows by importing other PowerPoint templates. Paid plans let you use password protection and remote control. You can also share and collaborate as a group. You can embed your presentation on Medium or Notion. And for free, you'll get some limited functionality. Prezi, P-R-E-Z-I, is a web app that makes presentations easy too. You can add images, videos, links, shapes, text boxes, etc. You can also make slides interactive by adding buttons, sliders, or drop-down menus. You can use Prezi or download the free desktop version at their website, Prezi.com. Prezi videos also allow users to make their presentations using their webcams. You can also use them as a remote control for presentations. There are three different pricing options available. A free version allows users to create five visual projects. Paid versions include additional features such as unlimited projects. Powtoons, another program, is simply a powerful tool for creating engaging presentations. With Powtoons, you can simply drag and drop images or text onto the screen and watch them animate into place. When you're done, you can export your work to YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook, and more. You'll likely need to subscribe to a paid plan to get the most out of Powtoons, like creating videos longer than three minutes, downloading them as MP4 files, but doing so, it's not going to break the bank. Plus, you'll unlock tons of templates complete with animations and soundtracks. One of the favorite Powtoon features for many is to orientate your video 
You can choose horizontal orientation like a regular presentation or app for vertical for mobile or squared for social media. When your presentation is ready, you can publish straight to YouTube, Wistia, Facebook ads, and many number of other locations. Powtoon's pricing is limited to free users, but pay plans start at $19 per month. And one of the old timers, Microsoft PowerPoint is a great tool for presentations. You can use it to create amazing slideshows. You can edit your slides easily and quickly. You can even add temporary marks to your slides while presenting. And there's a new feature called Cameo that was released this week. We'll talk more about that later. A Microsoft subscription includes access to both the desktop version of PowerPoint and the web version. You can use either version of PowerPoint without downloading anything. For business users, this means that your team doesn't need to purchase additional licenses for each user. And there are some open source applications for presentations, but we'll save those for another day. Coming up next on Tech Brood, some tech news. Now some of the top tech news stories from last week. First up, story about Matt Mullenweg, who runs Automatic, which is the company that provides WordPress. He tweeted something out recently where he said he was letting people know that he'll be running Tumblr for a while. And he also says it will not be his top priority within Automatic, his company. There is a ton of opportunity for improvements, he writes, and the community has asked for and deserves. And he's excited to be working on it. Tumblr's been around for a while, so that'll be something interesting to watch or see what happens with Tumblr moving forward. And we have a story here from ZDNet where they wrote about the best browser for privacy in 2022. And they write, if you're like most people, you're probably using Google Chrome as your default browser. It's hard to fault Google's record on security and patching, but privacy is another matter for the online ad giant. And this was written by Liam Tung and Taylor Clements. They go on to write, big changes are afoot in the ad-sponsored web and the browser has become a key battleground for end-user privacy. While Chrome is by far the most widely used browser in the world, there are alternative browsers and ways to improve your privacy when using Chrome. Unfortunately, they write, there's no easy way to ensure total privacy through browsers. This according to Dr. Lukas Alajnik, I think that's how that's pronounced, who's an independent privacy researcher and consultant, who led a large-scale study in 2009 to 2011, but that study found that web browsing histories can be used by online ad companies to fingerprint individual browsers over time. The researcher, Dr. Olajnik, suggested that it's wise to use several browsers for different tasks. He said you can go to the NoScript website for more information on what exactly the NoScript extension does. As well, you can access an active user community forum to pose updates and troubleshoot issues. So again, this is another extension you can use to protect your privacy while on the web and with different web browsers, and it's called NoScript. Okay, another story we found over there at the ZDNet mentions that geomagnetic storms took down 40 SpaceX Starlink satellites. It says this comes after 49 Starlink satellites were launched on Thursday this past week. 
The author goes on to write, SpaceX confirmed on Tuesday that up to 40 of the 49 Starlink low-Earth orbit satellites launched last Thursday were significantly impacted by a geomagnetic storm. These storms caused the atmosphere to warm and atmospheric density at our low deployment altitudes to increase, SpaceX explained in an update. In fact, onboard GPS suggests the escalation speed and severity of the storm caused atmospheric drag to increase up to 50% higher than during previous launches. In response to the storm, the Starlink team commanded the satellites into a safe mode to take cover from the storm so the satellites would fly edge-on like a sheet of paper to minimize drag, the company said. However, according to the company, preliminary analysis show the increased drag at the low altitudes prevented the satellites from leaving safe mode to begin orbit-raising maneuvers. And up to 40 of the satellites will re-enter or already have re-entered the Earth's atmosphere. SpaceX assured the deorbiting satellites pose zero collision risk with other satellites or when it re-enters the Earth's atmosphere. By design, the satellite's demise upon atmospheric re-entry, meaning orbital debris is created and no satellite parts hit the ground, the company said. And the next story is from MacRumors.com, where they wrote, Apple is working on an updated version of the iPad Air, and the new tablet is set to launch this spring at an event that's expected to be held on March 8th. Stay tuned. And one of the features they think that's going to be included with the new iPad is what was included in the latest iPad Mini, which adopted a 5G chip that allows it to connect to 5G networks. The chip in the iPad Mini is limited to sub-6 gigahertz 5G networks rather than the fastest MM wave 5G networks. So it's possible you could see the same limitation in the iPad Air that's coming out, but not guaranteed because, of course, these are all rumors. And another rumor is the pricing iPad Air pricing is not expected to change. It will likely be priced the same as the current iPad Air. Existing models start at $599 for 64 gigabytes of storage, with 256 gigabytes available for $749. And they haven't heard any rumors about storage changes, and the iPad Mini 6 also starts at 64 gigabytes of storage. So those are some of the top tech news stories this past week. And as always, you can sign up for the newsletter at gregdoig.com and get tech news sent to your inbox every Tuesday and Thursday, spam free. Coming up next on Tech Brood, tech tips and the how-to section for this week. Now we've gotten to the tech tip and how-to section of our broadcast. We have a question. Do you connect to your PC from another location? If you answered yes, then you probably already use remote desktop software. Remote desktop allows you to control your computer remotely, even if it's located at home or at school or at work. Remote desktop software lets you log into your computer using a web browser, smartphone, or tablet. This means you don't have to physically go to your computer to run programs or perform other tasks. Instead, you can simply log on to your account from anywhere you have an internet connection. You can use remote desktop software to view files, edit documents, play games, watch movies, listen to music, and much more. There are several free options out there, but some of them also have paid subscription options. If you work from home, you should consider using remote desktop software because it will allow you to stay productive while still maintaining social distancing at this time. Here are some that are available, and again, many with free options. 
First up, TeamViewer, which is one of the most popular remote desktop software solutions in the market today. It offers both free and premium versions. The free version includes basic features such as screen sharing and audio and video calling. However, the premium version adds additional features like file transfer and chat support. Number two, LogMeIn Ignition. LogMeIn Ignition is a free remote desktop software solution. The application doesn't offer all the advanced features found in TeamViewer, but it does provide a simple interface. With LogMeIn Ignition, you can share your screen, mouse, keyboard, and webcam. Number three, SplashTap Remote Desktop. SplashTap Remote Desktop is a free remote desktop solution that works on any device running macOS, Linux, or Windows. The application supports multiple platforms, including iPad, iPhone, iPod Touch, Apple TV, Android, Chrome OS, and Fire TV. Number four, VNC Viewer is a free remote desktop client that runs on Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. The application provides easy-to-use controls and a clean user interface. It also comes with built-in security features, such as password protection and encryption. Number five, Go to My PC. It's another free remote desktop software solution that also works on Windows, Mac OS, Linux, and Android. The application allows users to connect to their computers over the internet. Number six, Ultra VNC. That's a free remote desktop tool that works on Windows, Mac, and Linux. The software supports various protocols, including RDP, SSH, and VNC. Number seven, Real VNC. It's a free virtual network computing solution that works on Windows 7 and later. The solution supports various connection types, including LAN, WAN, VPN, and dial-up connections. Number eight, Tight VNC is a free open source remote desktop client that works on Windows, Linux, and Mac OS. The application supports various protocols, including RDC, VNC, and CXF. Number nine, Remina. It's a free remote desktop application that works on Windows, Ubuntu, Debian, Fedora, CentOS, OpenSUSE, Arch Linux, FreeBSD, NetBSD, OpenWRT, and other Unix-like systems. The application supports various connection types, including... RDP, VNC, NX, SPICE, SSH, SFTP, HTTP, HTTPS, FTP, WebDAV, LDAP, Kerberos 5, and Samba 4. So you might have to do a little Googling if you're not familiar with all those networking terms there. And number 10, Microsoft Remote Desktop Connection. That's a free remote desktop service offered by Microsoft. The service enables organizations to securely connect to employees' computers from anywhere at any time. So that's a list of 10 products that you can use if you need to remote. But coming up in our review section, we're going to be talking about a product that's designed to replace people that are using VPN clients with this new product from a company called Sophos. That's S-O-P-H-O-S. So stay tuned for that coming up next. Coming up next on Tech Brood, our tech products review section for this week. In this week's review section, we're going to talk about a new product offering from the company Sophos. That's S-O-P-H-O-S. 
And something I received in my email this week was a link to a white paper about this product. So I took a look-see, and I'm going to give you a little brief rundown of what was in it, the highlights. And for a quick review, a VPN, or virtual private network, is a network that extends across a public network such as the Internet and enables users to securely access private networks from remote locations. A VPN uses encryption and a tunneling protocol to ensure that all data transmitted through the public network remains private. VPNs are often used by businesses to allow employees who travel or work from home to securely access company resources. They can also be used by individual users to provide privacy while browsing the web or sending emails. And the source, again, is from the website sophos.com. The email mentioned that if you wanted to improve your remote access with Sophos ZTNA, that's Zebra Tom Nora Adam, Sophos ZTNA will enable your remote workers to connect securely to the applications, data, and systems they need to do their jobs. Sophos ZTNA is the modern zero-trust replacement for remote access SSL or IPsec VPN providing better security, a smoother user experience, streamlined management, and easier scalability. They also say it's the only integrated ZTNA and next-gen endpoint solution available, offering unique advantages compared to other ZTNA products. And ZTNA, for those not familiar, is Zero Trust Network Access. It's also a single integrated agent streamlining deployment and reducing the footprint on your remote devices. A single cloud management console for your ZTNA, endpoint protection, firewall, and other Sophos cybersecurity products. They say it's the best end-to-end protection and automated response to ransomware and other threats. It goes on to say several organizations have already started to fully embrace the next generation of remote access technology, ZTNA, or again, Zero Trust Network Access. ZTNA offers better security, more granular control, increased visibility, and a transparent user experience compared to traditional remote access VPN. ZTNA, or Zero Trust Network Access, has been designed from the start to address the challenges and limitations with remote access VPN, offering a better solution for users anywhere to connect securely to the applications and data they need to do their jobs, but nothing more. There are a few fundamental differences that set ZTNA apart from remote access VPN. As the name implies, ZTNA is founded on the principles of Zero Trust or Trust Nothing, Verify Everything. Zero Trust essentially eliminates the concept of the old castle wall and moat perimeter in favor of making every user, every device, and every networked application their own perimeter and only interconnecting them after validating credentials, verifying device health, and checking access policy. This dramatically improves security, segmentation, and control. Another key difference in how ZTNA works is that users are not just dropped on the network with complete freedom of movement. Instead, individual tunnels are established between the user and the specific gateway for the application they are authorized to access and nothing more, providing a much more secure level of micro-segmentation. 
This has a number of benefits for security control, visibility, efficiency, and performance. For example, remote access VPN provides zero insights into which applications users are accessing, while ZTNA can provide real-time status and activity for all your applications, proving invaluable in identifying potential issues and performing licensing audits. The added micro-segmentation that ZTNA provides ensures there's no lateral movement of device or user access between resources on the network. Each user device and application or resource is literally its own secure perimeter and there's no longer any concept of implicit trust. In summary, the advantages of ZTNA over traditional remote access VPN solutions include the following. One, zero trust. ZTNA is founded on the principle of zero trust or, again, trust nothing, verify everything. This provides significantly better security and micro-segmentation by effectively treating each user and device like their own perimeter and constantly assessing and verifying identity and health to obtain access to corporate applications and data. Users only have access to applications and data defined explicitly by their policies reducing lateral movement and the risks that come with it. Two, device health. ZTNA integrates device compliance and health into access policies, giving you the option to exclude non-compliant, infected, or compromised systems from accessing corporate applications and data, and eliminating an important threat vector and reducing risk of data theft or leakage. Three, it works anywhere. ZTNA is a network agnostic, able to function equally well and securely from any network, be it home, hotel, cafe, or office. Connection management is secure and transparent regardless of where the user and device are located, making it a seamless experience no matter where the user is working. Number four, it's more transparent. ZTNA provides a frictionless, seamless end-user experience by automatically establishing secure connections on demand behind the scenes as they are needed. Most users won't even be aware of the ZTNA solution that is helping protect their data. Number five, better visibility. ZTNA can offer increased visibility into application activity that can be important for monitoring application status, capacity planning, and licensing management and auditing. Number six, easier administration. ZTNA solutions are often much leaner, cleaner, and therefore easier to deploy and manage. They can also be more agile and quickly changing environments with users coming and going, making day-to-day administration a quick and painless task and not a full-time job. And that's a little brief review of the white paper from Sophos on their ZTNA offerings now which again, we mentioned at the top, they're looking to replace traditional VPNs with these types of products. So if you want to learn more, again, visit their website, sophos.com. Well, this ends this week's show, but yes, we will work to bring you more and hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about getting your tech brood just the way you like. I'm Greg Doig, and thank you for listening.